welcome to Hot Talk. It's my Geek Culture Podcast where we talk about geek stuff, nerdy stuff, and all sorts of awesome. My name is Danny Shepard, and joining me as always is my lovable band of goons, starting with Jeremy Lee. Uh, that young. Sorry. Wow. Noel Shefflin. <laughs> Woo up the bam. <laughs> and uh, Tony's not here today. He's a cat. He has work. So. What? <laughs> That's what, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah, dude. Unfortunately, we all have day jobs, and uh, sometimes it's hard to coordinate. So if but you he want, loves you. yeah, he he wanted to he wanted us to send his love to you guys. Uh, if you guys want us to eventually uh, not have day jobs and do this full time, not podcast, but like make videos for YouTube full time, <laughs> support us over on Patreon. <laughs> you like that segue? That was a segue. Uh, support us over on Patreon. So segue, no hands. Yep. Okay. Uh, support us over on Patreon. Uh, I, I, in all, all joking aside, it really does help more than you guys could possibly know. We're doing the relaunch. Hopefully, in two weeks, when our new video comes out, uh, I believe we're going to. Uh, we're mm. planning on launching the trailer on the fifth, which will hold our release date. It is a short teaser trailer. It shows. I think it's really going to show you guys what the heck we've been working on for mm. so long mm. these last months mm. <laughs> and uh, mm. and show you guys how much work has really gone into this. We have been partnered with so many people um, and uh, honestly, uh, we're partnered with uh, Cliff. Cliff Paul from Roundtable Studio. He's and awesome. He, him and his team basically did half of this video and you guys will know what exactly his contribution is when you see yes. the trailer because yeah. you'll see that it's something that we have never we have never done before on any of our videos yeah. this is the first time we have jumped into this uh completely new world and uh new territory new territory, territory. and we did something territory. really unique new and new and fun and stylistic and we think that you guys are really gonna love it mm -hmm. i think it's gonna set a precedent for how we take minute matchups and hopefully mm -hmm. uh be uh, a project that you guys really enjoy and have a lot of fun with it is the longest minute matchup to date yes uh, three hours six times <laughs> three hours six times longer than a single minute <laughs> yes <laughs> so it's six times longer multi-minute matchup did we have we ever had a minute matchup that was just a minute even I deadpool was like so. a yeah i remember we seconds. thought of having one where it was just a staring contest <laughs> yeah. True. Which we still might do. yeah we might i'm down dude i want to make every minute matchup feel different and unique me too I, I, that, that's i think the purpose of this show yeah is to do something different with every video and yeah. i think so far we have accomplished that with the three episodes we have so far every character fights differently every character fights differently but everything <laughs> looks different like mm -hmm. green arrow versus hawkeye is a similar concept to flash versus quicksilver except the execution is completely different oh, yeah. you know one is bright and shiny during the day one is dark and uh and gritty. sort of gritty muted Mm -hmm. environments are gritty but you look at the environments we chose for flash versus quicksilver they're very sharp they're very um pretty like uh the buildings are very like uh new contemporary mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um modern i guess you could say uh but yeah uh that's the kind of thing that we put your patreon dollars toward uh yes. so <laughs> i was able to eat last month because of patreon there you go so thank you guys <laughs> For keeping me alive yeah, that, that, that got sad <laughs> that got really sad uh we do have a lot of cool stuff coming to patreon like i said before i know we we beat a dead horse every week here about patreon but like you guys don't understand how much 
it actually helps and contributes to not only making the content, but the show that you're listening to or watching right now, as well as the content that we are uh, producing, as well as just Jeremy being able to eat. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, we need, to, we need to we yeah. need to eat in order to live, and we need to live in order to make content for YouTube. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes true. Check the circle of it's life. Uh, yeah. Dude, this new video... Is gonna be so young. Yeah, yeah, so young. It's, it's young. taken so many resources. <laughs> we haven't. We've invested so much into this project, guys. Yeah. I think you'll see. We're we're not releasing one. We're releasing two behind the scenes videos. One will be on our channel. The other will be on Cliff Paul's channel, mm. Roundtable Studios. Uh, so make sure to subscribe to him. Uh, there will be a link in the description. And uh, yeah, uh, and that'll be like the full like visual effects breakdown. Mm-hmm. For all you people who like VFX and like knowing the behind the scenes of what goes into that, you're going to see the most in-depth VFX breakdown you've ever seen in any of our videos because this one, mm-hmm. almost every shot is a visual effects shot and we're going to get into it. We're going to talk about all the different aspects of the visual yeah. effects, the visual effects I did, the visual effects Cliff did, the visual effects Jeremy did, and the uh, the visual effects our friend Melissa Volkman did on uh, on the project. So it's it's exciting. A lot of visual effects. Yep. Oh, so much. So all many. of the visual so you don't even know <laughs> to put in perspective flash versus quicksilver i did all the vfx by myself for this video we needed four people <laughs> <laughs> we need a we need a, like a mini ilm <laughs> yeah yeah we're never gonna be on that level nope. but nope shoot for the stars you'll at least hit the moon yeah and uh hit the moon that's mean to see that it's fake it's not a real it's, anyway, it's, a, it's a hologram uh <laughs> Last bit of housekeeping before we start the show. If you guys will be attending New York Comic Con, make sure to come and say what is up. Hold on. I don't know what our booth number is. If you can just give me one quick second. I'm looking it up right now. And I'm I'm talking as this loads to try to trick you into thinking that this is... You are not waiting for me to pull up this information. you know, I'm serious about, like, being able to eat because of Patreon last month. Because, like... Uh, if you guys didn't know, I don't have a traditional like day job, day job, mm-hmm. but I freelance video work, mm-hmm. and I've had to turn down work for the past two months to be able to have enough time to do this. So I haven't made money in like two or three months. Damn, dude. Yeah. So I've been stretching every dollar, and Patreon, you're saving my life. Thanks, Patreons. Patrons. Just again, like... We say it every week. You guys do not understand how, like, this is our dream. And if you have a couple extra dollars to spend and you don't mind and you enjoy the content that we make and you don't mind supporting us since we release all this content for you guys for free, um, you don't understand how much it helps us. It helps our company and it helps us as people, our livelihood in general. So we're hoping to definitely keep pushing the bar and uh, we hope that you guys will com- continue supporting us. We'll be at New York Comic Con. Our booth number is 1148. Uh, that is the Roundtable Studios booth. We will be showcasing some cool stuff. We will have exclusive merchandise that will only be available there. Um, this is a, a special thing that we wanted to do just for our East Coast peeps. Um, Word. We have exclusive artwork that was drawn and designed by uh, by our friend Wee Din, a.k.a. Wee Arts on on Instagram. Uh, if you haven't seen his work, it's amazing. And yeah. he did a couple custom commissions for us so we can uh, give it to you guys. 
uh, at uh, New York Comic Con. So, oh hell yeah! Please yeah, do us a yeah, favor. Uh, if you're at New York Comic Con, you got a couple extra bucks to spend. Pick up some of that uh, that dope merch. You won't be able to get it anywhere else. And uh, yeah. Um, as they will call it, Dope Boy Fresh. Dope Boy Fresh. Uh, DBP. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, come see us. Come hang out with us. We will be there. Maybe we'll do a meetup. And uh, yeah. Hell yeah. Any, Hell yeah. Anything else, guys? Yeah, young. Uh, if you also want to meet Kayshawn, he'll be there too. Yeah, Kayshawn yes. Henry. Kayshawn, it will. Kayshawn Henry will be there. And this is also Cliff Cliff Paul for Round Table 2. Round Table Round Table Round Studios. Table Studios. Eh. <laughs> Round yeah. Table Studios. This is his booth. Yes. So yes. he'll be there too. You can meet him and uh, see some inside looks yes. that you won't even be able to get online. And you oh, can see snap. that exclusively at that booth. If you're at New York yeah. Comic Con, uh, you know, it's like, yeah, what, bro. what else are you going to do? Then yeah, come bro. Yeah, bro. Right. Booth 1148. 1148. Flash it on the screen. 1148. 1148, Jeremy. I'll take sh- that as a cue. Yeah, take this, <laughs> take this, this is a, your visual cue, Jeremy, to put 1148 right here. 1148. And that was me knocking it out. Let's talk about some comic book stuff. Yes. They are, everybody here who is like not a traditional viewer of the show is like, oh my God, shut up and get to the topic. Yes. Yeah. We got you. Well, we got you. We're there. We're at the topic. Topica. Uh, no. So, uh, I don't know if you guys ever heard of the show Luke Cage. It just came out on Netflix. Luke Kang? Luke Kang, what? yeah, yeah. It's the a character off. from... No. It's a no. spinoff from Mortal Kombat. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Dude, what if Netflix did a Mortal Kombat series? See? God. I was actually just talking to Tony about that. Oh, that my would be God. sick. Anyway, Luke Cage. Marvel's Luke Cage young, just young, came young. out. Marvel's Luke Cage just came out, and it's amazing, guys. You need to watch it. I just watched all of it this weekend. I am very tired right now. I just finished the the last episode this morning. Good job, Noel. Good job. <laughs> and it was hella good, you guys. It was thirteen episodes. Thirteen episodes. Yep. Cool. An hour each. An you hour each. So thirteen hours. The reason why Noel had to binge through it is because Jeremy and I are are, <laughs> are working on the video, so yeah. we don't have time to watch it right now. But we wanted to sort of give. Mm-hmm. Uh, we wanted to get uh, sort of like a non spoiler review. This is a non spoiler review for mm-hmm. Luke Cage. So if mm-hmm. you have not seen Luke Cage, we will not be spoiling things. Yeah, there might be things. <laughs> yeah, we haven't seen it, so mm-hmm. there might be. We're gonna talk about like, like. If there are cameos or if there are some Easter, uh, eggs. Easter eggs, we're not asking him what those Easter eggs or cameos are. We're just asking him if they're there. If that is something that you do not want, then there is a link in the description to skip past this topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, there will not be spoilers, but we will be talking about uh, sort of content in the show. So mm. there we go. There, there's your warning. Yeah. So Which I will catch up th- by this weekend by New York or... Uh, technically on the way to new york because yeah. the flight is like what six hours five so, or six hours yeah five or six like hours that, yeah. i'm gonna blow through half the season and then eventually catch up by the weekend so half the season on your way back you too yeah yeah Boom. True, the true, next true. episode of hawk talk you guys will be recording in new york mm-hmm. um and uh see cliff and devin have already seen it so i feel like okay sean has to is k sean gonna be on hawk talk i don't know yeah we'll find he out. can if okay, sean can be on hawk yeah. talk that, that's five that's great we'll talk about it after the show yeah yeah, but that's awesome. Like, I'm I'm down to talk about it. Uh, recording in New York. Yeah, hell yeah. If you're down, I'm down, dude. Yeah. yeah. All right. I mean, if you guys have all seen it, make sure Tony has seen it. True. Very true. True. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, great radio. Uh, yep. So so no, just, but yeah, d- uh, just to wrap that up, we are gonna. I am. We are gonna catch up, <laughs> and we are gonna do a spoiler-filled review. Yes, we will talk about it at length. Yes. 
Go ahead. All right. So, firstly, it acknowledges it is a part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, like, it is very grounded okay. in that world. Uh, uh, they reference the incident, like, so well. The best they've ever done, in the my opinion. Incident. Yes. Um, I won't spoil about how they do that, but it's it's really cute the way they do it. <laughs> and you you will love it. Okay. Um, I won't love it? You will love it, too. But, but like, <laughs> the camera nerd in this guy will absolutely uh, love it. Uh, <laughs> oh! Okay, I uh, all right. I, I already think I know where you're going with this. And I don't even like. I don't even. I don't want it anymore. Okay. okay. I hear the look of the show. The is look incredible. is so good. So um, they they decided to not use like the the very bright yellow shirt that Luke Cage wore in like the mm. original incarnation. But the I mean, the, why not? The look of the show is like drenched in yellow because of that, and like it makes everything huh. look pretty and glamorous, but it makes it feel like this is this character's home, Harlem. And okay. Harlem is as much a character as Luke Cage's. That's is, amazing. Yeah, it is really cool. Um, it's a lot of beautiful imagery. Yeah. Um, like, for instance, in the bad guy's main office, there's a picture of Biggie with a crown on it. Oh, so that was the picture of Biggie. Yeah, that was okay. the picture of Biggie. And nice. Like, and the way they use that photo is just so... It's just such a good show. Did you see the trailer? Uh, I think I watched the very first trailer. Yeah, when they when they yeah. showed when they showed the what's his name from House of Cards, Remy, mm -hmm. Remy from House of Cards, <laughs> Remy and he's from like, House of Cards, and he's like, everyone wants to be king or whatever, Dude, and then he's, he's such got a the good actor. poster behind him. Yeah, 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 such a good actor. Yeah, that just, just yeah, he was he is so good in this show, dude, and like he's uh, good in everything I've seen him in. He is, he's really really good. Mm -hmm. He's so powerful. Um, the but like he he's a bad guy with code and like you I love, love that I love same. a bad guy with a code <laughs> and you same. see that in like episode two or three something yeah. happens and he's like that's not what I wanted to happen mm -hmm. and he cleans it up there's just something cool about a bad guy with a code Agreed. and most of the time it's they're not really a bad guy they just have misguided just, vision exactly exactly they're they're totally they totally believe what they're doing is yeah. right um what else what else that uh, is a really good just like on that topic of mm -hmm. uh those are those are my favorite types of villains as well i think mm -hmm. it's 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 awesome to see a character because like, i think those can be the most vicious mm -hmm. villains totally even though they're like no women and kids but anything else is free game yeah like i don't want this to happen but I'm willing to go this far. Like Scarface mm. is a bad guy, but he didn't kill women and kids. Like yeah. that was his thing. But mm -hmm. he'll kill a lot of other people. Oh, and, <laughs> oh, and, and, and like viciously. Yes. Yeah. Quite. Gratuitously. Dude, we were just talking about this when I showed you guys the uh, the fight scene from Jackie Chan's Gorgeous. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Brad Allen's character. He's the antagonist. He's mm -hmm. not a bad guy. Bad guy, but he has a code. And that character totally development during the fight, <sighs> both fights that Jackie Chan and Brad Allen had in that movie. Uh, were amazing yeah. because you like can, you see that they're like these people have respect for each other yes even though and for the sport exactly basically. even though they want to win and like that happens in mm -hmm. Luke Cage like like there are fights where like there's a lot of mutual respect going on but yes. like they need to get what's done they need to do what's done yeah like they just have to be in each other's ways mm -hmm. great um, way to tie that back in um real quick going back to your thing about the the yellow theme mm -hmm. from what I've seen so far in the the uh the trailers and the promo pictures from the actual uh show mm -hmm. it looks like i mean i can't tell obviously but like orangey really warm tones and yellow yes i guess would be what you call it yeah <laughs> uh which reminds me of like the 
the classic old street lights. Yeah. And stuff like that. Absolutely. And that's the feel I got. And that's, sodium vapor. Yeah, exactly. Look. Sodium vapor type look where it's, uh, it seems like that's the tone of the show where everything takes place at night. And a lot of it does take place at night. And like a lot of it does feel exactly like that. And mm-hmm. it's cool. And, and it's he- cool. It's a contrast from Jessica Jones, which I feel feels much cooler like yes. purple blue tones cool tones gray mm-hmm. yeah yeah and, Which, and any scene that almost any scene that's in the club in the bad guys club is lit red oh mm, and it's cool i like that i like red even though i can't see it sometimes <laughs> <laughs> what what color mostly is uh is daredevil is mostly red like the daredevil some, i think of gray a mix of red and yellow red and yellow yeah sodium vapor too but mm-hmm. it's um yeah the way daredevil is lit feels different from what i've seen from yeah it's lit bro uh from luke cage because Mm -hmm. even though it's the same similar tones the framing looks different the The framing looks different camera movement feels darker just because the character can't see so like they definitely try to put that in the cinematography yeah well (coughs) with a lot of that uh there's low-key lighting and high-key lighting and high-key is no shadows or very little shadows, okay. mm-hmm. soft shadows, uh, low. What did I just say? high key? Low key is very dark shadows, very contrasty, and I feel like Daredevil is low key, while Luke Cage is still somewhat low key, but it's um, more evenly lit. Yes, it that, feels it, like. it, the trailers it, it, seem really high contrast when I was watching it, but. I mean, I don't. Maybe I'm not remembering right. I would say they're pretty high contrast. There, there seemed like I, I felt like I saw a lot of shadows. <laughs> is what I mean. Yeah. Hmm. Um, there's a lot of uh, very strong political. No, I wouldn't even say undertones. They're tones in the show. Like it's okay. it's very very clear what they're trying to do. It, Thematic. Like, yes, and it feels like. Would you say I'm so, I'm sorry to cut you off. Would you say that this is um. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um. Gosh, what am I? What's the word I'm looking for here? Talking uh, about what? Uh, would you say that this is uh, the themes are closely related to like what's currently happening oh, in society absolutely. and politics? I and, would argue it's been happening oh, for racism a very and, long time. And, but yeah, I mean, you know, what, okay, I see what you're that, saying. But, no, no, yeah. yeah, that came out. Not like what's happening now. It's definitely yeah. happened. <laughs> it's in the mainstream now. It's yeah, in, it, well, it's it's social media is completely. Yeah. Um, uh, covering it on a regular basis mm-hmm. yeah, yeah consumed it, by it and at the time this was being filmed there was a lot of incidents that didn't happen like they were filming they were still filming while there were certain murders going on and like th- this wasn't their plan necessarily but it just so happened to come out at the time when it was the highest in like terms of being searched and like talked about on social sure. media mm-hmm. yeah but uh yeah it definitely feels that way for sure what for an, sure an incredible image we were just talking about this where the main character of this show is a black man in Harlem mm-hmm. who is bulletproof. A bulletproof black man in a hoodie. And like it it carries so much weight on in this yeah. show and in the world. Like this this it's like it's like a vision of what black America could be. And it's like it's just so beautiful, dude. It's That's so awesome. strong. There's this there, I'm not spoiling anything. There's this part where uh and like it touches a lot on black on black violence on police on black violence just all of the violence and mm-hmm. talks a lot about peace and a lot about like history not just about harlem but like american history and there's this one part where to where uh a black character is aiming a gun at luke cage and he refers to him as the n-word and luke cage does not have it he's like i may mm-hmm. be tired but i'm not tired enough to be called that 
and put up with it. And like just that whole, the way that whole scene plays out is just so good, dude. I can't wait to see yeah, this. I can't you, wait that, to see yeah, this show. That just got me really excited. <laughs> it's really <laughs> just good. Seems dude. like really wow. interesting. And uh, commentary. Comment- that was the word I was looking for. I was yes. saying, is it a social. commentary? Is it social commentary on what's currently happening on social media? Most definitely. Mm-hmm. There we go. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Dude, Netflix killing it with these shows. Netflix and Marvel, yep. like they each like just their Jones. shows. Yeah, each of their shows has a different theme and topic social commentary mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. what's going on with different groups of people yes. in society today. for sure jessica jones had an abortion on the yeah. show like yeah. that's abortion, rape culture like i've never seen yeah oh, su- oh my gosh yeah. <laughs> abortion rape culture depression mm-hmm. suicidal PTSD, yeah, like all PTSD. that stuff this, dude jessica jones is so all these heavy to light. that's awesome uh jj's favorite show is uh jessica jones mm-hmm. the absolute friend jj lo- our mm. friend jj not that hit director jj abrams <laughs> i mean we're also friends with jj abrams right but, i hope know, he's so. a little busy shout JJ, out to our boy jj jj i'd love to I've, i'd love to be jj abrams friend <laughs> that'd be pretty sick <laughs> he'd just call me up on weekends and be like what's up dude it's like, he's like oh dude just working on this new movie i'm like oh that's super cool man <laughs> what if, like what if i i imagine being friends with these big movie directors or big high profile people in Hollywood you don't mm-hmm. even talk about movies you're just saying hey how's the wife and kids yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I hear you're in London yeah yeah we're London working on a project cool 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 right on man we'll have a good yeah, time there we're have London. Time. sites are awesome you know <laughs> food is great here bring, bring me back a, a Union Jack flag <laughs> <laughs> um, what else there was some great awesome cameos uh, uh, Claire Temple is in the show she plays a pretty yeah. key part in it um, Night Nurse they re- what the night nurse. The night oh, nurse. Oh, the I thought you said nightmares. I was like, oh. what? <laughs> uh, what else? Who else? So there were cameos. There were cameos. There were references to characters. References rather to characters. Uh, there was a. Apparently, this show is. This show is going on, at the same time as the second season of Daredevil, or like the end of season two of Daredevil, or something like that. Huh. Um. They reference Frank Castle. So that's pretty cool. That's dope. Um, Are there... Okay, so cameos uh, without getting into spoiler territory. And if your answer is a spoiler, don't answer. Okay. These cameos, are they from the movies or are they from TV? And you don't need to specify Netflix or Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Just are they from the movie universe or the TV universe? Are there both or... Would this be a spoiler? If it is a spoiler to give me an answer, then just don't answer. Say I would um, say it's not a spoiler. It's it's just from the TV shows. Okay. Um, okay. that that doesn't look like the movies and the TV shows will cross over. Uh, Mike Coulter said that Mike Coulter said that uh the Mike Coulter the <laughs> the characters from the show or Netflix series doesn't mix with yeah the movie universe. That sucks. Because Even like, though they exist in the same universe, mm-hmm. they're not gonna mix media because it's a different unique type of feel absolutely well, you look at the marvel cinema i mean like yeah it's you look very at the, adult oriented mm-hmm. super adult oriented yeah. Yeah, and like that's what's unique about this so but it like, doesn't make cool. sense we, like with these people we get to see like like daredevil holding it down in hill's kitchen and luke cage like keeping harlem in check but yeah. like the avengers are like world like yeah cities like but, countries with but ships it's still over very them. New York. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, you look at the Avengers uh, and the and those movies and they're all popcorn flicks. Even the darkest Marvel movie 
which is I would have to say either Civil War or Winter Soldier, just in terms of context. Yeah. Uh, and content uh, does not hold a candle to how dark Daredevil, which I would probably say is the least dark. Ironically, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the le- uh, ironically the least dark of any of those movies because yeah, Jessica Jones talking about rape and talking about depression and suicide and and uh, and all of this, all of these really dark themes, and then you have uh, you have Je- Luke Cage talking about like race relations and all this stuff, and mm-hmm. and then you have the movies that are just like, hey, I'm Spider Man, I'm making an Empire Strikes Back references. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not hey, wrong at all. There's like uh, like maybe one really dark scene in Civil War, and it's that end fight, and yeah. it's like that's when shit really gets real. Oh True. yeah. And True. but besides that, the whole other movie is like a popcorn. And, like, and not that there's anything lighthearded. Yeah, not no, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just different tones. Different yeah, tone. yeah. Also like. The way that Civil War ended with with uh, Captain America sending uh, spoiler alert for Civil War, uh, Captain America sending uh, Iron Man that little love letter and being like, "Hey man, I just want you to know, I, I still got your back. I still got your I, back, and I, bro, and I love you." Like that's something that I would be like, they will not, would not do that in the Netflix show. Nah. They would just let that shit end. Yeah, <laughs> they probably would have killed uh, yeah. each other. Probably. So, someone could have died. Yeah, I, I really died. I really love the Marvel movies, but I think one of my favorite ways to consume the Marvel Cinematic Universe is the Netflix shows mm-hmm. because definitely they are. I mean, granted, like I don't think the movies would do well if they were like this. I don't think the movies would be as successful as successful or well received or particularly enjoyable for a long period of time mm-hmm. I would if agree. they were the same format. Mm-hmm. But I like the antithesis, uh, not not the antithesis, uh, the contrast the contrast the juxtaposition mm-hmm. it's the same universe but you have like this light-hearted family-friendly bright and shiny and then dark gritty violent real adult oriented and it's mm-hmm. cool to have that contrast that dichotomy between mm-hmm. the two like you very very light and very very dark and it's mm-hmm. like they take it's almost like they took that marvel doesn't do anything dark <laughs> And they were just like, oh, oh, oh really? Oh, oh, really? <laughs> oh, really? Oh, we'll, we'll show you. We'll talk. We'll have somebody get an abortion on this show. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll have a, a show about a bulletproof black guy in the hood. Yeah. And we'll also have a show about a blind guy who doesn't want to kill people, but really wants to kill people. <laughs> but like really <laughs> wants to kill people. Yeah. That's dark. <laughs> this is the golden age of television. Again, the second age. <laughs> yeah, you're right. What the was second the first coming. age? I don't even. I wasn't alive during that time. <laughs> TV. I, I don't care TV. what anybody says. TV is better now than it ever has been. Oh, yeah, and definitely. We'll, yep. It'll definitely go up from here, but like, I think just for again, the longest time, TV has been a graveyard for storytelling, and mm-hmm. now times have changed. Graveyard for actors, too. Yes, yeah, graveyard. People just kind of go there to fail. <laughs> Or yeah, like they just go, live out the rest of their career. Yeah, they say you go to TV to die. If you're a movie actor and you you go on a go to some TV show, it's like yeah. Now so yeah, that's not the case. It's not the case anymore. Now Anthony Hopkins is in a freaking show. Yeah, just saying. Kevin Spacey. Yeah, Kevin Spacey, dude. Dude, freaking uh, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, Vince yeah. Vaughn, Colin Farrell. Uh, Holy crap! <laughs> what, what's his nuts? Uh, Woody Harrelson. Mm-hmm. Like what is his nuts? Like these guys aren't. Uh, uh-huh. These guys are aren't. These are hella actors. Yeah, these are like, actors. Actors. <laughs> they nominated have for Oscars. Careers. Yes. Freaking Matt film. won the Academy <laughs> yeah. Award for best best actor. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> come on. 
Good job, Matt. Good job, Matt. Good job, Matt. <laughs> way to, way, way um, to go. What was I going to say? Uh, you're Charlie Cox film actor. Mm-hmm. Like, Theory True. of Everything. Fuck awesome in that. Hella. Hella. Um, he theorizes everything. Something about TV. Oh, yeah. Um, the way that stories are being told on TV shows now, it's amazing because you get to spend so much time in these worlds and have much better much more time for better character development than in just a two-hour movie where you watch and you're done speaking of like luke cage's origin story the way it's told is the best way i've seen an origin story told in any of marvel's properties really yeah it's really really cool the way is it told in flashbacks and stuff or um yes but it doesn't take up a substantial amount of time. It is like just the right amount of time, and like, okay. and like you, you're you're already in it to begin with. But then they go to this flashback, and you're just like, oh, I'm more into it now. So, question for you: Is this like a Man of Steel situation where it's like, uh, where it's like gets you in the story, and then like flashback, and then story, then flashback, then story, then flashback, then story, or is it more like? Story, 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 flashback, story, 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 story. It's more like story, story, a little bit of flashback, story, story, story. Every now and then a flashback, but like it's mm. it's mainly present time. But you get the rest of the exposition through what they're talking about in yeah. modern day. Good. Yeah. So it's not like Arrow. Day? No, not like Arrow. Not like Arrow, not like Lost, not like... Where every two seconds flashbacks, is another flashback. Yeah. yeah, flashbacks are hard to do. Yeah, they are, but... They're whew. hard to do it well mm-hmm. it's and, hard to do well for long periods of time yeah uh, and you know how <laughs> iron man felt like i mean to me it felt like strictly because, like his attitude and had the way he dressed the music like it felt like like a very like rock and roll superhero for lack of a better word mm-hmm. like a um, little rock and roll like he was always oh listening yeah to music. He's definitely yeah. rock and roll exactly yeah uh this feels like a hip-hop superhero dude and like the way they integrate the hip-hop music into the score and mm-hmm. to the scene and to for these characters like it's so good it's embedded in that culture yes there's even a cameo of a hip-hop artist in the show and the that scene is just so good dude mm-hmm. so good that's awesome hip-hop is a culture not just a music genre yes fact um what else what else the there is some stuff that throws you for a loop you're like huh didn't see that one coming and like it was refreshing to see because not really? that, not that it was predictable but like as soon as it felt like it was getting predictable it wasn't anymore <laughs> so i like that it was pretty sweet what <clears throat> uh where do you where do you rank it amongst the other uh marvel netflix shows um thinking 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 i would say I would say this is first. I would say this is one. Hmm. Daredevil season two. No, no, no. This first. This Daredevil season one. Um, I didn't finish Jessica Jones. I'm like four episodes away from finishing it, so I can't. I finish that. I can't comfortably rank that. But like, I would say that's between season one and season two of Daredevil. I think the reason why people didn't grasp Jessica Jones. Because Jessica Jones is a masterpiece. It, it, it's, I it is, love Jessica Jones. It's a very good show. Whether you like it or not, that is completely up to your discretion. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I think the reason why a lot of people didn't like Jessica Jones and why it was such a risky choice is because it was, again, it covered so many really touchy themes 
They're very touchy to a lot of people. A lot of this stuff yeah. is very touchy to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also wasn't an action show. Mm-hmm. It, it was wasn't, a detective show. It was a de- detective show. And it's like you have this, you have uh, Daredevil, and then you have like a stark contrast to that in a show that's mostly talking and looking at things mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. super jumping high and super <laughs> yeah. breaking door hinges. <laughs> I totally get it because people were expecting and wanting to see another action superhero show, but this was definitely not that, and it was a refreshing breath. Mm-hmm. Doesn't it seem like something that Hisani would produce? Oh, yeah, definitely. It, it like, seems like totally like that's in Hisani's wheelhouse of something he would he would create. Mm-hmm. Totally. As I was watching, I was like, this feels hella Hassani. Yeah. <laughs> this feels hella Hassani. Hassani Johnson, director of Grace and Earth 1 mm-hmm. and... Uh, and An uh, overall dope dude. Yeah, collaborator with Ismahawk. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Um, uh, what else? I'm trying to think. Uh, there are references to characters in other shows. There was this one part where uh, Claire was like, I know a good lawyer. <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see you. I see you. I'm... I'm I, I still think that like Daredevil is my favorite. Hmm. Uh, as far as like that versus Jessica Jones is concerned, mm-hmm. so uh, Luke Cage really has its work cut out for it because it I, I re- like the thing is is I really like Daredevil as a character. Yeah, mm-hmm. same. Just in general, I like him as a character, um, and I've never really uh, gravitated toward Luke Cage. Like I've always liked him. Like he's always been fine. Yeah, and never been one of those characters where I'm like, oh, he's lame or these, you know, that like not a, not a character that I just like brushed off like i always thought it was like oh he's cool yeah he's just he's cool he's, 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 a, cool, he's a cool character mm-hmm. he's like bulletproof you know like strong that's cool <laughs> that's cool that's cool I, yeah. I don't mind it but like nicholas cage's cousin yeah nicholas <laughs> cage's cousin <laughs> Dumb. uh fun fact if you guys didn't know nicholas cage his real name is nicholas coppola he's francis ford coppola's nephew yep and he took the name uh nicholas cage actually uh to separate himself from his uncle and also because Luke Cage is his favorite superhero, yep. mm-hmm. or one of his favorite superheroes. Yeah. So fun fact. Fun for fact. You. Uh, that's really interesting. Yeah. I'm it, very excited. I'm I'm super excited, and there's there's allusions toward like future Marvel shows. Um, Defenders. Defenders and mm-hmm. Iron Fist. Yeah. Good. Um, what else? Does it seem like we're leading into Iron Fist? With oh this? yeah, for yes. sure. Yes. <laughs> See, I okay, so. There were two ins- two uh, things that happened that specifically is directly leading toward Iron Fist. So, yeah. Okay. I wonder you- what that show is going to be like. Same Iron here. Fist. Same like, here, what man. What themes it's going to cover Martial and what kind of look and feel it's going to have? Ooh. Because you know it's going to be super different from all of these so far. Another really really cool thing about this show, Luke Cage, is that almost every single character is either black or latino there's like that's cool. almost every single one that's cool yeah it's hella dope uh what we're gonna if say it makes sense for the story it totally totally yeah. makes sense for the story i was gonna say uh are you guys just like are you guys actually excited for iron fist or are you guys just like I, i'm, I'm Dude, gonna watch it i'm sure I'm it's gonna be awesome when it comes out excited for iron fist at yeah. first i was just like oh i'll watch it but now like i think i only felt that way after like a little bit of Daredevil and uh, and Jessica Jones. So I was like, I don't know what's gonna what's gonna happen. But honestly, after watching this and seeing how like how different these shows 
are and like what they're tackling on each show like it's gonna be sick dude hmm. i really do think that you you asked like what the themes are gonna be i don't know any of the answers to this question but i can speculate that i feel like the themes could be like honor mm-hmm. uh definitely like a martial arts theme uh i wonder if prince zuko was gonna make an appearance <laughs> right <laughs> honor uh, nobility for his no- honor. No- nobility birthright mm-hmm. um I must they cast, reclaim my honor yeah they cast a white actor as uh danny Rand. the character is white mm-hmm. so like but i he think is that in an asian culture he is in an asian culture and i think that there is going to be there's going to be that sort of like xenophobic this guy is an outsider who knows our ways who is like learning our ways sort of thing um uh learning our culture and stuff like that like i think it's gonna be very much an outsider's Mm -hmm. story totally um but i think that again we kind of have to wait and see what do you guys think no i'm honestly i'm right there with you i think it's gonna be exactly that (laughs) like you said it perfectly that sounds about right um do you think your opinion of luke cage is skewed because you love hip-hop so much no in hip-hop culture i do Mm. love hip-hop and i do love hip-hop culture but i it's more so the storytelling Mm. and how empowering and uplifting this show is even 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 when the characters are like in like down like it's it's very uplifting it's very powerful it's dope and the hip-hop hip-hop helps it for sure but do you think okay so knowing that i've never been a big uh a big fan of hip-hop i've never been like a hip-hop guy Mm mm-hmm I don't mind it. It's fine. Yeah. You guys know me. I'll listen to yeah. it if it's on, but um, it's not like my go-to music or not anything. Right. Yeah. Do you think that I would still enjoy enjoy even though I'm not inundated in that in that world and those that culture well, at as all? As a filmmaker, I imagine like anything that has good storytelling, you would be gravitated towards. Well, I I think no matter what, I'm gonna enjoy it. Yeah. But do think... you think I will enjoy it on the same level that you enjoy it? I think so too. I absolutely. It's not. It's not like over. That question makes sense. No, it made sense. Yeah. It made sense to me. It's not an overbearing uh, uh, ingredient or anything. It's not like it takes center stage. It's more so it builds environment of the scene and atmosphere. Because so it's, right, it's more the, atmospheric. Yeah. Because yeah. that's the world he lives in, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Which sounds really cool. Yeah. All right. This is what like the the one scene where the music takes mm. like really takes center stage is when a character puts on headphones and listens to a song while he's doing something. That song plays the whole way, but like it doesn't take away. Dude, so I just realized too that every um, episode is titled after a greatest hits song from Gangstar. Yep. Like they are <laughs> awesome. A dope rap duo, like yes. back in the 90s. Hell yeah. 80s and 90s. I, I saw Brian Altano tweeted that the other day, and yeah. he was like super excited yeah. about it. I was like, that's cool. It's hell dude, dope, dude. It's so awesome. So cool. So cool. So, because um, I know some people, uh, the reason I asked that before is because, like, I know some people uh, were criticizing Luke Cage for uh, just because the main character is a black guy, like, it has to be hip hop. And, I mean, it, he lives in Harlem. Like, yes. it makes sense for the story. Like, the hip hop culture is inundated in that city. Mm hmm. So, I mean, would, does I it, it seem like he's the type of character who would just freaking blast EDM? No. Like, he just, no. he just doesn't seem like no. that type Tony of person. Tony Stark seems like the guy that would rock out to ACDC. This guy seems yeah. like he would rock out to some but Wu-Tang. But, like, some people, like, uh, the people Wu-Tang who are criticizing... Exactly. No, they ain't. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the reason the peop- those people who are criticizing it saying that is because um, shows like Jessica Jones and daredevil they aren't inundated in music mm-hmm. at all true in music culture and just because 
See, oh, so here's another interesting thing. Hip-hop is a culture, not just a music genre. That's why I said it before, mm-hmm. because it's this show is utilizing it as a culture to build the world around you Absolutely. in the city that you're in. Like, mm-hmm. it makes sense for the story. It's not just, like, playing rap music over an otherwise bland story. Yeah, it's I not think that that's at all. A, I think that's a really entitled complaint to have. Because I do, too. Like, that's judging a book the, on its cover. Yeah, and yeah. I, I don't, I like, I, I kind of get what you're saying i totally understand it and um but the thing that the thing that comes to my mind is like oh if you're saying that i mean jessica jones has like this sort of jazzy noir music to it and like that's indicative of the uh of the what do you call it the uh like uh film noir like classic 1950s Mm -hmm. uh film you know format and yeah. and music choice so it's like mm-hmm. the music actually absolutely affects that show mm-hmm. i mean it's not race specific no, uh, if that's like what it, the complaint it, it, is it's the show but yeah like and that just music- like this like it's not even just hip-hop like it there there are there are moments where it feels like 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 a 70s movie like the the music feels cool. like a like a 70s black movie and it's so cool like, like it a, feels like shaft or something like a black exploit yeah. black exploitation film yeah yeah it, it's dope it's so cool it's like throwbacks to like because that's when when luke cage was created in like the that era yeah so it's pretty, it's pretty wasn't pretty he dope. a symbol of empowerment back then too yeah most that's definitely. why he was bulletproof mm-hmm. <laughs> wow yeah I do appreciate uh, when characters are created for like social commentary, but oh, yeah. are able to sort of transcend that Me or mm. be able to like Captain America, for example, was World War II propaganda. And now he's he's actually a symbol for kind of fighting the establishment. Yeah. <laughs> if you look at it, X-Men like, is like an allegory for like being accepted as a minority, no matter what kind of minority. Not you just are. a mi- Yeah. Uh, no, no. <laughs> no, a minority in every category. Yeah. I, I, I thought I, I should have just let you finish. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all good, man. <laughs> That's what she said. Yeah, zing. Dumb. <laughs> it is cool though, and I do appreciate that. And I hope that we get more of that from uh, from DC. I feel like mm-hmm. we do have a lot of cookie cutter, um, cookie cutter shows. Not that they're not all enjoyable uh, in some some regard or the other no i would agree um, with you though for sure but like i like that every single <clears throat> every <clears throat> deep, single deep voice <laughs> uh i'm i'm happy that every single marvel show has more of that contrast yeah most definitely i'm, I'm happy most deaf most deaf cool. does not make a cameo <laughs> dang it does common make a cameo <laughs> No, just kidding. <laughs> Do you want me to tell you the rapper that makes the no, cameo? Okay. No, okay. no. A rapper makes a cameo? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, don't tell me. I don't want to know. Just plant that seed. Cool. Uh, what else? Not that I, I probably won't care as much as you guys. You know what's funny? I might not even know who he is. Is it someone I would know? I think it's someone you would know. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. Because I feel like you guys, like, I know all these rappers' names, but I don't know what they look that's like. True. That's true. I've heard true. their yeah, music, that's true. but I've never seen their face. That's true. Music videos aren't, if you, aren't as relevant. Do you relevant. recognize their voices? Like, can you pick out, like, if you hear a rapper's voice, you can tell who he is? Popular ones. Okay. Like, like Kanye. Kanye, Biggie, Tupac. Uh, yeah. Like well, the they granted they one. have very iconic voices. Yeah, I mean, styles, na- so. name a rapper. I'll tell you if I can. If J- I Jay Z. Yeah. Um, do you know who Nas is? Uh, 
I only recently saw a picture of Nas, but I've known who Nas was since oh, okay. I was like 16. Oh, okay. wow. Okay. <laughs> I, nice. just, I just no, saw I'm... a picture of him for the first time, and I was like, that's what he looks like? Oh. I always imagine someone bigger and tougher looking. I don't know. <laughs> he, sound, tougher. he sounds bigger and tougher. I guess he does carry himself pretty big. Uh, yeah, he definitely does. <laughs> uh, cool. Uh, well, let's... Uh, let's move on. Let's move on. I'm really excited to see Luke Cage, and uh, thank I'm you for, for you guys dude, sharing your non-spoiler <laughs> review. Yeah. Uh, so, like, uh, DC, uh, sort of like a little DC roundup, uh, Ben Affleck sort of uh, casually <laughs> dropped that the, that the working title for uh, the Batman standalone film is The Batman. The Batman. The I Batman. saw that coming. The town, the accountant, the surprise, Argo. Surprise, surprise. The Argo. <laughs> the Argo. Argo. Uh, did, didn't we talk about Did we already talk about this on the show? We thought that was yeah, actually the working uh, the, title. The, the yeah. first time the it was Batman. announced, we're like, it's pr- probably going to be called The Batman. <laughs> <laughs> we did say that. Which I got to say, uh, I think it's a, I think it's a great name. I think it's, Im- I think it's appropriate. Mm-hmm. Um, I do too. I think it definitely sets a precedent because when you, whenever you hear someone refer to him as the Batman, they're referring to him as not the Batman, the legend, the, and the myth, Batman, of- mm-hmm. like a man who is a bat. Yes, it's like it's that horror story. Exactly, you tell it's like kids a at night. Yeah, mm-hmm. the boogeyman, the Batman, totally. which I think makes sense. I'd for rather this. see the boogeyman in my room. <laughs> uh, he also mentioned that uh, I think in a separate. Thing. It's all while he's doing promotion for The Accountant, his mm. new film. Uh, he also mentioned that the Batman tactical suit uh, was cool. There was like an article about it, like a full it's article. It's one of two suits. Yeah, it's one it's of two suits. Like a teched out version of the, the suit that we've already seen. Yeah, apparently. for the mission that he's going on. Which I'm for like... the mission that can't be disclosed. Yeah. I'm just like... Was that newsworthy? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm like not, did like, we not already know this information? Did not did we not speculate that like a week ago, two weeks ago? I don't even think it was speculated. I think it was ago? implied by yeah. the filmmakers. It's like, okay, so now he that he says it, it's true. It's uh, confirmed. Then they asked him like, oh, why did you choose Deathstroke? And he's like, oh, I I read New Fifty Two. I, I really like what they did with Deathstroke, and uh, I think he'd be a really good, uh, a really good adversary adversary for Batman to face physically, and. I mean, everything I lines up too. and makes sense. Yeah, because uh, this is an older Batman who's been through a lot, mm-hmm. and New Fifty Two Deathstroke has been through a lot too. True, coming back in his old ways, so it makes sense if he's going that kind of route mm-hmm. with the Batman movie. Mm-hmm. Which uh, Warner Brothers CEO says um, that the movie it's about a year and a half away. Which I'm assuming production is a year and yeah. a half away because there's no way they're gonna finish the movie in a year and a half, no. including filming and post production. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. All the promoting, yeah, it's not. That doesn't make sense. Ben also did say that. Uh, he also did say like when they asked him about the script, he was like, "Yeah, the script's uh, it's still being worked on. It's coming along really great," and he seemed pleased with how it's coming along, which Sweet. is. He's not, really he excited. Said he's not completely happy with it yet, and still working on it. That's why they haven't confirmed anything. Yeah, which is awesome because the way he's wording it sounds he's super serious about it. Not like, oh, this looks cool. We'll just go with it. No, not he like wants that this at to all. Be the best Batman <laughs> yeah. ever made. It's he, the bar is high, dude. The Dark Knight is is currently the bar for Batman films, mm-hmm. and whether it's he's your favorite tired, or not, that's still the bar. He's tired of flopping. <laughs> Can't blame him. 
I mean, he hasn't. He's. I think he's tired of flopping superhero films. Yeah. Oh yeah. His other films have done pretty well, but yeah. Uh, no, I, I. You guys haven't seen Argo yet, have you? I did. I've seen pieces of Argo. I haven't seen all of you it. You did, mm-hmm. dude. Loved Argo. You need to finish Argo. I know. I know. It's I know. so good. It is pretty good. You, like you basically already know how it turns out but like it's yeah i know still my, my parents were there so, yeah i know <laughs> it, but it still manages to build so like the suspense yeah such suspense sharp <laughs> very sharp cuts up neutron butt. star your buttholes like density of a neutron star i'm really happy with the way that ben affleck is handling this so far it seems mm-hmm. like he's taking very very seriously i think he's oh, yeah. making all the right calls so far mm. um he knows the responsibility he has oh yeah and batman arguably the most popular superhero worldwide just one he of the most well known which i feel like we we all knew but he also confirmed that jk simmons will be back for the batman yeah 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 he said that he loves working with jk simmons he said uh-huh. he just wants to That's work awesome. with him all the time i guess he's in the, the accountant too <laughs> I have yet to see Whiplash. So... I'm, I'm so ready to see that movie. Dude, that movie hella drums. I don't know, man. Not quite <laughs> my tempo. Not quite my tempo. A lot of info being dropped for the, uh, for the Batman standalone in Justice League. It's it's like a lot of info being casually dropped, just like really subtly. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they drop more stuff than Marvel does with their stuff. Like Marvel's no, like, they definitely here's do. a teaser, here's a trailer. Like DC is trying to prove something yeah. right now. Yeah. And uh, Justice League just wrapped, right? Aquaman posted. Not Jason Momoa, but Aquaman posted on Instagram. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Justice League just wrapped? Yeah. Justice League just wrapped filming. Jason Momoa looks ridiculous in those pictures, dude. He's going to be a very intimidating Aquaman. <laughs> yeah. Th- also, Spider-Man Homecoming just wrapped, yeah, too. Yeah, true. Oh, so excited. Oh, oh my God. So, so excited, excited for this version of Spider-Man. Me too, dude. Oh, my God. I can't wait. And, dude... Tell me they're not overcompensating a little bit with Aquaman. They're like, we need to make sure that we cast the toughest guy yep, ever. That if you say Aquaman is lame to this man's face, he'll rip you in three pieces <laughs> yeah. and then eat you. Yeah, he'll literally if, grab you, seen... you by your arm, grab you by your leg, <laughs> like, and rip you into three pieces. <laughs> like drawn and quartered. Yeah, literally like sections. <laughs> it's uh, a have you seen those videos of Jason Momoa like? at these conventions with the rest of the Justice League cast and mm-hmm. they're doing uh, Q&As and if anyone says anything bad about the movies or about specifically Henry Cavill, he'll stand up and be like, what'd you say about my boy? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh man, That's I'm sorry. <laughs> I love He's that. so charismatic. Yeah. I really like him. There was a, there was a picture uh, at the, apparently he was at the Suicide Squad premiere, him and Ezra Miller and Henry Cavill and uh there's a picture of of Jason Momoa and Jared Leto standing next to each other and like dude he towers over him <laughs> he's what 6'5 six, 6'5 five? Six, five and like a million pounds of muscle a million, <laughs> a million. that's a lot of muscle yeah bro. <laughs> he's, he's, he's got muscles on his muscles like a million who do you think is going to be the stand I mean like you look at the roster for the Justice League movie mm. and then you have Gal Gadot, who's already proven so far from what we've seen that she's a great Wonder Woman. Hell yeah. Uh, I really enjoy her mm-hmm. so far. Um, Same I think she still has a lot to prove, but I enjoy what I saw so far. Mm-hmm. I think most people did as well. I'm pretty sure that I, there's not a whole lot of people who would disagree that Ben Affleck is a great Batman. Yep. Whether the story he's involved with is great or not, like I don't know if that's a uh, a that's in dispute. A di- 
Yeah, that, that, that's, that's a, a different, different story. Topic. <laughs> but he's a great Batman. Yeah. Then you have Cyborg, who we haven't seen too much of yet. Mm-hmm. I doubt we'll see too much of him at all. He's the smallest character in the entire one, uh, entire cast. Mm-hmm. Then The Flash, Ezra mm-hmm. Miller, and then um, Jason Momoa is Aquaman, and then Henry Cavill is Superman, who I think is a great Superman. He just needs a good script. Yes, agreed. Um. Who do I think is going to stand out? Who do you think is going to be our standout? Who do you think, like, obviously I think that we can gather that ben, that Superman won't appear until the third act, and it's probably going to be Batman and Wonder Woman working closely together mm-hmm. um, at the beginning and then recruiting everybody one by one. I feel like, aside from their screen time, who do you think is going to be the standout? It's interesting because I feel like all of these characters Batman. are gonna get like they're gonna not different. I think they're gonna be so different from each other that they're gonna stand out so so much. Like everyone, yeah. like there are people that are gonna love Cyborg, and there are people that are gonna love the Flash. Mm-hmm. And there are people that are gonna absolutely love Wonder Woman. All of these, but like for me. I think Aquaman and Flash are going to stand out the most. More specifically, Aquaman, because I feel like he has a he has more to prove mm-hmm. as a character because he's been always been the butt of the joke. So I think he's going to stand out. I think he's going to like, just like how no one really, or at least me, I didn't really expect much from Thor. I didn't really expect to enjoy it, but then I saw it. I was like, oh, I love this. This movie's fun because it's like another. This is delicious. This drink is delicious. Another. <laughs> he's just so out of his element. I don't know if Aquaman's mm. going to be that way, but I feel like he's just going to carry himself so, like barbaric is the wrong word but like just strong and like brute and people are just gonna be like whoa <laughs> they say he's as fast as superman he can swim as fast as superman can fly in the water that is ridiculous holy shit, holy like, shit. how do you even move that much water that quickly I don't, by being don't you think the water displacement the would cause a tsunami <laughs> yeah like the the physics, the physics just doesn't make sense. Unless he just sense. moves the, the water that's immediately around him, kind of like how you would travel in space. Like, at the speed of light, you're not warping all of it. You're not warping everything. It's just, like, what's around you to get there. You know what I mean? Well, when you're traveling in space, you're traveling in a vacuum, so mm-hmm. you don't have the air to push out of true, your way. True, uh, When That's why you have sonic booms when jets pass the uh, sound barrier, mm-hmm. yeah. flying in air. Mm-hmm. But then air is a lot less... Dense, dense than <laughs> <True>. water. <laughs> true, mm-hmm. true. And water has surface tension. Mm-hmm. So how do you even? What is this magic? <laughs> well, like a lot of people don't understand just how powerful Aquaman is. Like, yes, Aquaman can be perceived as lame in some iterations for sure. Mm-hmm. But Aquaman, if you think about his powers, he is he he has super invulnerability not because like superman and this is like invulnerability without a weakness because his skin is so dense that it's to basically counteract the pressure of being in like the, the depths yeah, of the, the world the <laughs> deepest trench in the world he can swim there and the pressure does nothing to him because his skin is so hard holy shit he can breathe underwater that's hella dense he can tell fish what to do he doesn't talk to fish as he says in the new 52 <laughs> and Jeff Johns run, he, he telepates, he communicates with them telepathically, tells them what to do. They are too stupid to talk to, in his words. It's <laughs> great. Such a great. I love that. Everybody look up that. that, that also, book. I redact my statement, not Batman. I think The Flash will stand out. Yeah. Because. He's going to be fun. He's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Hella fun. Yeah. Hella Ezra Miller. He's going to be very upbeat. 
it's not about who has the most screen time. It's about who makes the most impact. Spider-Man in Civil War is is the perfect example of that. Oh, yeah. Black Panther had more screen time, but everybody was talking about Spider-Man. Spidey. Your boy Spidey. Yeah. So I think that it won't matter. It's it's going to be who comes in and who drops the mic. And who leaves the biggest footprint. Mm-hmm. And That's that a be... condenser microphone. Because, like, dude, think about Civil War and, like, think about... Uh, like Ant Man scene when he turned into Giant Man, yeah. Like that was a jaw dropping moment. Everybody yeah, was. was like, "Oh, yeah. I wish that Lego Giant didn't Ant-Man. spoil that for me." Thank you, Lego. <laughs> they they released one of their kits Yo. and it had a Giant Man Lego, and it was like Giant Man, and I was like, "Cool, now so I you know, know this is going to be in the movie." <laughs> and then when it happened, I was like, "Damn you, Lego! Damn you, <laughs> Lego! Damn you, Lego!" <laughs> Stu, uh, okay, I love you, Lego. Send us free stuff. <laughs> yes, but. Yeah, man. Lego. Uh, Who do you think is going to stand up? Uh, I think it could be The Flash, for sure. I think Aquaman is definitely potential. Mm-hmm. I think Batman has already kind of proven that he is... He's going... I, I Let me tell you who's not going to be a standout. Cyborg. Yeah? As, as <laughs> Watch him be the standout. I, I really, yeah, right? <laughs> I really like Cyborg, but I just feel like they have shown us no reason to be excited about him. Yeah. We have absolutely... Like, we have... We've seen Wonder Woman. We've seen Batman... We've seen that the Flash is going to be fun and joke. You, you see the Aquaman's badass and he's just drinking a bottle see, of Jack and smashes on the floor like a boss. On the flip side of that, though, I feel like Aquaman might not be a standout because that's just all marketing to make him seem badass and people will go see the movie. Like, Fair. I imagine he doesn't have a huge, huge part in Justice League. Fair enough. I think he's going to be one point. of the... Yeah. I think you could be right. He could be one of the characters who kind of pops up at the end of the movie to sort of save the day. He's like the he's okay. he's um uh, he's that one character. Well, he's that one character that pops up um, that you're like, hey, we need your help, and he's like, no, I'm not gonna help because I'm a rogue and I. Uh, he's Han Solo. Yeah, yeah, he's Han Solo, and then he's gonna come and save <laughs> the day Hansel. at the very end of the movie. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay, Han Solo is a perfect analogy. Hella anal analogy. No comparison, not analogy. Anal. Anyway, <laughs> you want to take a fan question? Yeah, yeah. Let's take. Let's where, take the, where are we at? Fan quest. Take that young fan quest. All right, yeah. all right, all right, all right. Let's see. About 50, Fifty minutes, something like that. Mm, mm, sorry, I'm trying to look for something. No, you goof. I, everyone's saying Luke Cage, and we talked about it. <laughs> Hello, Luke Cage, dude. Man, I really I'm wish so I could have seen that. I was. I, I really wish I could have. Uh, I could have watched it same time as you, but yeah. That's okay. Then, uh, Here, here's a question, kind of completely nothing to do with what we've been talking about. Uh, Nick Hidalgo on Facebook. In honor of Halloween this month, what are you guys doing? What are your some of your favorite things to do during Halloween, or one of your favorite Halloween memories? You guys big on Halloween, or ever were big on Halloween? I was super big on Halloween until we started Dismahawk. Yeah. <laughs> and now it's like my life is Halloween. Yeah. I'm always Dress dressing up, up as Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was because I love dressing life. up. I love dressing up in costumes. So. Uh, as soon as we start his mock, <laughs> I dress up in costumes all the time, and now I'm like, I, I don't want. I, I, I do this for work. I don't want to do this for fun. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to do this right now. And uh, do you have a, do you have like a, a fond Halloween memory, or like what was your favorite Halloween costume that you wore? Um, hmm, favorite hmm. Halloween costume. I was never big on Halloween. No. Um, because I always loved the holidays, holiday time. Okay. Because my favorite season is winter. So mm-hmm. winter's, winter's coming. coming. Winter's coming. Um, 
I was excited about Halloween because that means Christmas is coming. <laughs> Thanksgiving and Christmas is yes, next. Yes, Thanksgiving and Christmas. Thanksgiving is important because food. Yes, and also giving thanks, but, you know, food is important too. Right. That's I, sustenance. I eat thanks, so it is food from me. What? Food for your soul? <laughs> I wish it's food for your soul. <laughs> I wish Thanksgiving wasn't a month before Christmas because they feel like the same thing. Yeah. And like, I also that's my problem Black Friday with... wasn't right after Christmas. Yeah. That's my problem with of Thanksgiving. All... Come on, America. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Black Friday is after Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's yeah. what I said. Oh, what, what did you say? You said Christmas. No, I said Thanksgiving. Did I say Christmas? You said Christmas. Okay, I knew I was, what you meant, though. Yeah, I was thinking Thanksgiving. Sorry. YOLO. It's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, of all... Like, come on, guys. <laughs> oh, come on, my world. God. Yeah. I feel like anyone who works or who worked in retail hates Black Friday. Even before I worked in retail, <laughs> I hated Black Friday. Just doesn't make sense. You're I don't not do saving money if you're saving up to spend it on stuff that you weren't buying before. Like, it... That's not what saving is. <laughs> Those aren't savings. That's Do you still know, spending. You not, know what savings means. You're not saving money if you're buying something that you weren't planning on buying before. You're saving money if you were already buying it, but then a sale happens and you s spend the money that you saved to buy it full price, but at a sale price. That means you saved that money. But if you didn't plan on buying it, you're just like... I. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. it's like I understand like why some people get really crazy. It's like you want to save money during the holidays and all that. You save and it's like like ten dollars. I mean, some people like some of these like like doorbusters that are there. There's only six available at Best Buy, so mm -hmm. like you got to line up. And mm -hmm. if you're not the first six, then you don't get like this TV that's six hundred dollars off. I understand like those if you're really like strap for cash but you really want to get someone this TV or get this TV for your family or okay. something like that. Yeah, I see. That. I, I get that. It. But there's like the basic deals that you get. I just don't get the concept of lining up. Like people get vicious during during uh, uh, Black Friday. Like people get oh, yeah. violent, and it's like, dude, the day before was Thanksgiving, where you're giving thanks for the things you have, and yeah. then Black Friday is the day where you punch an old lady in the face because she has a toaster in her hand. There's a website called Black Friday Death Counter. Yeah, how many people have died on Black Friday, and it's counting That's, up, still counting. Up, man. Yeah, I wish Thanksgiving was... I like Thanksgiving. I think that Thanksgiving should be in July um, because it's too close to Christmas and I think I feel like Christmas is the same where okay. you're also giving thanks and it's like, what? So this is like an entire th season of just saying thank you, which is good. It's important. But it's like, why not have that carry through the year? You know? No, like, I feel you. I feel you. It's like you have it halfway through the year, then they're like, that's two times two seasons where you get to say hey thanks for everything that i have i mean you could just be grateful in general you don't need a That'd holiday cool. to tell you to be grateful be cool. for the people that are around you and the things that you have true uh, i mean yeah but, but uh, every you know, day is thanksgiving you know this is a consumer capitalist society that we live in in the u.s yeah you know, i'm well, sure that all the other countries look at us and they laugh at us and uh, how sure. fat we are and, and <laughs> how fat look at all your mcdonald's Look at how fat you are. Look at <laughs> look at how much stuff that you have in your hand. No, I'm what? kidding. What? Have you seen <laughs> on a similar note, um I have family from Vietnam and you know how here you order a large soda and it's like 32 ounces. <laughs> large soda in Vietnam is like this big. Wow. Like 12 ounces. Isn't wow. that only isn't that only one size? It's a one-size-fit-all drink, and it's, like, this big. <laughs> yeah, well, some parts of Vietnam is, like, one-size-fits-all yeah. drink. Damn, man. I mean, uh, Americans are fat. 
Yeah. <laughs> my mom went to school in England. Um, and uh, she was like, as soon as I got to the U.S., the the thing that I noticed was, and this was um, back in the 80s, I think. So this is like not reflecting on the time, uh, the current current days. But I think it was like the late 70s, early 80s, she came to the U.S. And, and she... Uh, she was like blown away at how big everything was here. Mm. Just like the clothing sizes. She was like, when I was in England, like a size small here was like a size medium uh, over there. Like, hmm. yeah, like the sizes. Oh, yeah. Whenever I go to Chinatown with my family. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah, the size is theirs. <laughs> it's like you buy a large and it's like an extra small mm-hmm. in America. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's true. it's kind of crazy how how that how that fluctuates and stuff like that. Uh, it's interesting. Yeah, different. Uh, Granted, clothing sizes have changed drastically in the past few decades. Yeah, but even when we were ordering costumes, like a the, size, like a women's size zero is mm-hmm. a different size than what size zero was in the forties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. it's not. It like what. If you're going to measure something, like, keep it consistent. Keep the numbers, like... I wish Americans used the metric system. I would love to switch over to the metric system, but I'm so inundated in my thinking of uh, imperial, empirical numbers. Yeah. yeah. Like, imperial? Empirical. Imperial. Imperial march. Okay. Anyway, burm, burm, that, burm, it's burm, tough burm, for me burm, to switch burm. over to metric right now, but I would lo- like if eventually if the U.S. does switch over to metric, which I imagine is never, I don't I'll think. gladly learn. Oh yeah, that'll be tight. It, it makes everything so much easier. <laughs> I think the problem Ounces, is pounds. What? <laughs> Nine out of ten Americans are too lazy, or too stuck in their ways, arrogant yeah. to want to learn an entirely new system of measurement which i don't know if you guys are familiar with the metric system it is definitely easier than what we use oh yeah oh, it's so like, much easier it's like everything is by tens yeah oh, and yeah. it's not like okay so a foot is 12 inches like, why 12? Inches is blah, blah, blah. it's like it's like super like the, so, the, our, our system of measurement doesn't make any goddamn no. sense but whatever <laughs> no <laughs> it whatever, doesn't dude. who came up with it <laughs> I don't even know. I'm sure there was a logical reason at the time. I think it was more like, let's not be like everyone else. Let's drink coffee instead of tea. Let's let's do 12 inches to a foot. Let's do feet instead of meters. I don't know. Let's drive on the proper side of the road. Oh, wait. No, we did that first. (laughs) It was everybody else who drives on the opposite side of the road who confuses. (laughs) I don't don't know. I don't know. Why did they do that? Why do other countries... like? America invented the car, right? Like, so our road system should have been the standard, right? Did America invent the car? Uh, okay, so I don't think America invented the car. I think it might have been Mercedes-Benz that invented the first car, but um, I know that Ford is the one who made them available to consumers because of the assembly line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Henry Ford. Uh, first Tom car Ford. ever invented my favorite I'm, I'm Googling also this right considers now. like or what you consider a car True. what the definition of car is because like it's funny whenever you try to dispute or try to figure out pinpoint what the first invention of an object is because yeah. it always goes through stages Dif- yeah yeah like different stages wagon. of evolution which by the way a lot of people give thomas edison flack for not inventing a lot of his so-called inventions and in that he stole the ideas from a lot of different people no, that's bullshit. Uh, anybody who says you stole an idea, if you steal an idea, it, an idea is being stolen, then it is 
literally taken it is plagiarized you're taking the idea and you're using it as your own mm -hmm. if you take an idea that someone made someone made the part of the light bulb and then thomas edison perfected it and made it actually usable technology no he should be credited for that like yes you did the groundwork but this guy is the one who made it what, what it, it is, is. Like it doesn't it doesn't matter. It's like uh, look at smartphone technology. Smartphone technology was like. Do you remember what a smartphone was before the iPhone? It was these Windows Mobile pieces. Of, I used to sell phones when I was sixteen uh, at Best Buy, and then we used to before the iPhone came out, we had like all the smartphones, and it was like these stupid like Palm trios, like Palm <laughs> Pilot garbage. A smartphone is just a phone that can send email. Yeah, or connect to the internet. Just yeah. to download like a oh, cheap app. I can, yeah. I, can I can look keyboard. I can read my emails. Yeah. yeah. Like a, a Blackberry, a Blackberry Pearl. You can't Black even send an email, you can only read it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And then when the iPhone came out, I like I don't give a shit if you like Apple or not. It doesn't matter. Uh like this is that's not the point. The point is is that when you take a piece of technology and that's stagnant and you expand on it and then you you take that technology and you expand upon it and you you revolutionize the use of that he basically uh apple put put a computer into your hand into your hand into the phone and it gave you basically access to a computer in the palm of your hand and so whether you like apple or not that is literally beside the point if you're an android hardcore android person if you're one of those people who denies that this is a thing like here's the thing did you have you guys seen android before it was on the g1 mm -hmm. yeah it was it was it looked like a blackberry and yeah. then the iphone came out and they readjusted and then released they they adjusted android and released the g1 as a touchscreen mm -hmm. phone which it was not prior truth mm. um and so i remember i wanted the g1 so bad <laughs> the g1 was pretty neat the g1 looked pretty neat but looking back at it now the g I mean, at the time, it looked neat. Yeah. <laughs> I had a Palm Centro, and that was my shit. Yeah. So, like, but then after that, I got the iPhone. I'm like, oh, my God, it's so much better. Oh, my gosh, yeah. It's, well, it's just, like, just the capabilities. It doesn't mm -hmm. really matter. Um, and the same, like, again, Apple did the same thing when they when they uh, made the Apple One. They made computers mm -hmm. accessible. Yeah, IBM invented the technology. IBM in invented the mouse, I believe. I think so. And... They didn't even call it the mouse. They called it like the the uh, click computational device. I don't know. It's, it's, they didn't they didn't call it a mouse. Uh, That's funny. And then Apple basically made the computer accessible. It's like so. Are they not credited for? So does that mean like oh Apple stole that technology? So they're uh, demonic evil people who <laughs> yeah. who did this? It's like no, goddamn it, because the the technology wasn't being used for what it. Be came it became yeah yeah sorry but I just that's also like not taking away there. the accomplished wow it's also not taking away from the account accomplishments yeah. of all of these other people yeah, and companies that invented the technology or like at least got to that stage where it mm -hmm. can be used and it absolutely shouldn't yeah it's um just, i don't know man. everyone look up the video everything is a remix I think it will change your perspective on how things are basically are mm -hmm. in general. Um, you know, uh, I think there was a famous Pablo Picasso quote where he said, uh, uh, good artists copy, great artists, great artists steal. Boom. And it's like you, you basically, I think if you take that literally, you're going to get a different result, but yeah. it's like <laughs> I, it, what it's basically implying for those of you who didn't, 
didn't pick up on it is like uh, a good artist can like draw and copy the work of someone else verbatim a great artist can take the good aspects of this piece of work and then put their own twist on it and then create something completely new and innovative Mm -hmm. and even though it has the it has aspects of this other piece of art its soul and integrity are still your own Mm -hmm. you know so no absolutely do because if you want to say like oh everything has been invented like it's just it's just crazy it is did the Macintosh 2, is that what got Apple popular? The Apple 2? Oh, I think the Apple 2 is uh, what the became... The Apple 2? I think the Apple 2 was what became, like, their first commercial product, but I really don't know like off the top of my the, head. And that was, like, one of the first times, one of the first times where a PC was affordable for the average user, mm-hmm. right? I think so. Which, granted, like, Windows definitely revolutionized the pc industry because Mm -hmm. it made an operating system microsoft invented the operating system as what we know of it today granted like it used different pieces and technologies prior like that's not taken away from all these other accomplishments but to be able to make a gui and have it Mm user-friendly oh as much as it is back then you know um I mean, both of them in general, it's like they're different. Which also those criticisms about Thomas Edison, like uh, those people are generally fanboys of Nikolai Tesla, mm-hmm. <laughs> which he's an amazing inventor and scientist too. But anyway, <laughs> what is this podcast? What is no Hawk Talk? Yeah, we really went I'll on a tangent I'll go back to Halloween, there. my favorite Halloween yes. costume. Wow, we got sidetracked. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my favorite Halloween costume, I was Darth Maul one year. Cool. And my sister did all of my makeup. Dope. Did crazy. you die? Uh, I got cut in half. It was a pretty bad time. I Dope. french fried when I was I'm, supposed to pizza and I had a bad time. I'm glad you survived that. Same. Now I have metal legs. What? Yeah. So anyway. <laughs> uh, I do want to say that this Halloween we will be at Kamikaze. Yeah. So hopefully we see you guys there. Yeah. We will be at Kamikaze. Uh, I don't know if we'll be cosplaying. Um... Yeah, Angela's sure gonna be Wonder Woman. Boom! Yeah, hell yeah! Mm. That's she's awesome. A, she's got a, a Wonder Woman costume you should in be, development. You should be Batman or Bruce Wayne or something, man. I should be. I should be Bat Dan. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Stoops, you're stoop hip. Anyway, yeah, we'll be at Kamikaze in ho- around Halloween. What days are we gonna be there? Are we gonna be there on Halloween Day? Or I think is it it's the- like the 29th, the 30th, and the 31st okay. is Kamikaze. Okay. Oh. Sadly, yeah. we won't have a panel. Uh. No. Not because they didn't give us one, but because I didn't fill out the application in time. <laughs> <laughs> so there wow. it is. So I mean, that happens. Yeah, it's all good. It's a pain in the butt trying to fill out those applications sometimes when we have so much. Next other year stuff we'll going be on. in Hall H, in <laughs> San Diego. Hell yeah, huh. we'll be, we'll be yeah. in Hall H as an audience member. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll be opening no, we won't. Hall H. I know. I know. <laughs> uh, Dale Jones on Facebook. Uh, what TV shows will you be watching that aren't superhero related that you're excited about? Um, this is new show called Westworld that just came out on HBO. I want to see that. Yeah, that looks interesting. That looks pretty sick. I'm I'm really sorry. I just want to say I did pull this up. I didn't say it. The first gas powered, um, combustion engine car. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I was putting all these words vehicle. together. Uh, vehicle, uh, mobile carriage. It was invented in 1807 by Francois Isaac de Rivaz. Um, he designed it 
And then, um, is it so gas powered? It, like petroleum, uh, diesel, internal combustion engine fueled by hydrogen. And then in 1886, Carl Benz developed okay. a, uh, Patrol or gasoline-powered automobile. Gotcha. So, and that was considered the first production vehicle mm. Ben's made. So, uh, I think cool. he's German. I believe so. so. Yes, German engineering. German and engineering. Mm-hmm. Damn. So, okay. Uh, sorry about the piece of information that none of you cared about. <laughs> 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 I, I'm sorry. Continue. So, Westworld. That show looks sick. Uh, I want to watch that. Um, Atlanta. I've been watching Donald Glover's new show. That show's. Dope. I want to see that too, dude. That show's. So I good. love Donald Glover. He's so funny. What's the um? What's the premise of Atlanta? Uh, it's about. It seems like it's a coming of age. That's what it's mainly about. But it se- seems like it's about um drama comedy or. I would say it's a comedy. Okay, cool. It's a comedy. It's a real real life, but it's a comedy. Um, it's good. about this dude who uh has a cousin who kind of goes viral from this song that he puts on the internet and he has this idea cool. that he wants to manage him and try to like help him out so it's fucking hilarious cool. dude. it the sounds ca- almost like entourage yeah and the characters are so they're so rich in personality it's That's so much cool. fun i hear it kind of is modeled after donald glover's childhood That's what i heard too yeah it's what i hear. that's beautiful i like that a lot hella donnie glove I think I said already what shows I'm going to be watching last time. That aren't superhero? That aren't superhero shows. New Girl. I, I need to get caught up on New Girl, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me too. I haven't so, watched New Girl since like season three. Let's see. Like oh, Does wow. Gotham count? Shots fired. Zing. I'm kidding. I like Gotham. Um, <laughs> let's see. Brooklyn Nine-Nine, mm-hmm. New Girl, Shameless, um, South Park, the Walking Dead. Is Girl still on? AMC's The Walking Dead. Fear the Walking Dead. dead. Uh, oh yeah, The Walking Dead. Forever no, I don't. I don't. Fear uh, the Walking Dead. Uh, dude, I watched three seasons of Girls, and I'm like, I turned off. I think like the ninth episode, which is like the, I think the second to last episode of season three, I turned it off and was like. I hate this show. <laughs> Why am I still watching this? Damn. This is not a fun show to watch. It like I'm depressed after every episode. Oh my These God. characters are all bad people. Like they're all jerks, except for Adam Driver's character, who's a bit of a weirdo, but he's like seems like a good guy at heart. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, it's like the main character, Lena huh. Headey's character. <laughs> oh not Lena Headey. Uh Lena Dunham. Lena Dun- Dunham, whatever her name is. <laughs> she uh, yeah, she like Adam Driver's character is like achieving his dream and being like a stage actor and stuff like that and she's like nagging him and being like being like you're not spending time with me you're too busy making your dreams come true and you're just like dude you're such a selfish jerk you want him to drop everything support him man for you but you won't support his dream at all is he supporting her dream yeah he supported he supported her for like well, the first season, it, they were, like, super on and off. But I feel like the second season, he was, like, really supportive. And he's still, like, pretty supportive. I don't know. I'm not really remembering the show that well. All I remember is I didn't like it. <laughs> Fair enough. That is that is really interesting. There's one character who's, like, dating this guy who's, like, the nicest guy. And he's, like, took really good care of her. Uh, spoilers for, for girls. <laughs> took, taking, like, really good care of her. And then... She breaks up with him because he's too nice, and then he like hits gold and like be- like makes this app that makes like a million dollars. No, not a million, like really successful app and has like this huge company. Mm-hmm. And then she wants to get back with him. Finally, he's like, "All right, I'll get back with you." And then he loses all his money, and then she dumps him again. You're just like, 
Damn it! What the fuck? <laughs> You're a horrible person. Oh, damn, what a f that's that nah, man. Huh. That ain't okay. cool. I'm watching this show Ballers on HBO. Oh, uh, dude, I hear that's awesome. It's a pretty cool show, but it also has bad people. But it's not depressing to watch, so it's fine. Okay. Is it like Entourage? Kind of, yeah. except with like sports. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and the Rock uh, is the, the dude, Rock. The Rock is so buff, you guys. There, <laughs> He's so buff. You're so stressed about there's it. Literally, there's literally a scene where his character and this this character that's trying to be like trying to get into the NFL, yeah. like they're at the gym together and they're like, all right, let's let's see how many like I can beat you in these reps, bro. Like they out, <laughs> like he out reps this guy and like it just I'm like, dude, you're you're ridiculously buff. It's stupid. <laughs> that's good. The Rock. Yeah. the Rock is doing getting a lot of things done. That's yeah, cool. Yes. I wanted to say like on your point earlier in the show you were like uh tv has changed like you see like movie actors on tv and mm -hmm. it's like i know it's not it's no tv it's hbo but still but still it's like it's the whole show. the rock office. is on a half hour show like the rock like he the is, rock he's a Dwayne johnson blockbuster right now he like, is one of the workingest actors <laughs> i have ever seen yeah. the workingest <laughs> actors. i would i would concur I yeah would, definitely I would concur. He's it's always awesome doing stuff. how he's been able to rebrand and transcend mm-hmm Totally. His image from before. Like, yeah, man. He was, he's he was being a wrestler. credited as Dwayne Johnson now and mm -hmm. not just The Rock. Yep. We still know him as The Rock. Oh, oh yeah. Definitely. He'll always be The Rock to just me. Just like Mark Wahlberg will always I be Mark and Mark. I wonder what kids refer to him. Like kids younger than, I don't know, 12? My, my, my siblings refer to him as, as, actually, I don't know. It's weird when I hear people call him Dwayne Johnson. I know that's his name, but I'm like, that's The Rock, dude. He's been The Rock <laughs> that's since... That's The Rock. You don't know what you're talking about. He's literally <laughs> been The Rock. That is his name. Longer than I have... Almost longer than I have been on this earth. Yeah. Like, when, yeah, did, he, when did he start his career? I mean, even then, he's probably called The Rock before his career. Because his dad was uh, Rocky Johnson, yeah. professional wrestler. Mm -hmm. Damn, man. Your boy, your That's boy amazing. Dwayne. I can't wait to see the, his take on Baywatch, dude. <laughs> it's going to be so <laughs> absurd. So Him and Zac Efron. It's going to be so ridiculous. So insane. He's the only one in Hollywood who can make decisions that ridiculous and, and like, have it's it going to make out. money. Like, yeah. it's going to oh, do yeah, well. Definitely. <laughs> I don't get it, dude. I don't get it. Good for you, Jeez. man. Okay, so he was a professional wrestler from 1996 to 2004 and then uh, came back in 2011 to, the, to present day. To present day, wait, he's still wrestling, dude. He wrestled against our boy Xavier Woods. Oh, what? Yeah, I, I watched it on YouTube the other day, and I was like, I was like, dude, Austin's so cool. Dude, he is Austin's the workingest cool. actor. So Everybody wrestling goes, is we're acting. one degree he's... away from The Rock. <laughs> Everyone, uh, go. We are one degree away from The Rock. Holy shit! <laughs> well, technically, we're one degree away from almost all professional wrestlers. Uh, hell yeah! Everyone, go subscribe to Up, Up, Down, Down. On YouTube, it's our good friend Austin Creed, a.k.a. WWE professional wrestler, superstar, Xavier Woods. Hello, uh, A part of New Day. Uh, they got that bootios. And uh, give him the subscription. And tell him Ismahawk sent you. And that get ready to see him in our new video because he is one of the stars. Aw, yeah. Yeah. He's a cool... He is... He is the coolest. <laughs> He's pretty dope. Yeah. He is... I wish I could have met him. Actually, no, I did meet him. I just... I wasn't on set with you guys. He is the coolest, dude. Sweet. I gotta say, He's like, hilarious. That's awesome. Him and Mari were just like having oh, yeah. so much fun. Oh, yep. Mari Takahashi from Smosh Games mm -hmm. were just having so much fun on set. Which she was on the new season of Survivor, by the way. Yeah. Dope. Damn. Hashtag salty. <laughs> Hashtag salty. <laughs> salt queen. <laughs> the salt queen. Uh, yeah, they're so great to have on set, man. They were so much fun. Every every single one of those people were 
amazing to have on set. Hell yeah. Um, I like all of them. I, I had a really good time with Mari and uh, Xavier when they were when it was their turn nice. on set. Good. Um, yeah, but yeah. uh, how, long, how long have we been? Do you want to take one more question and then close out? Let's take one more question. One more question to save the world. I don't know what that means. One um, man. One quest to rule them all. That's a that's a vague question. I don't know if I want to ask that. Um, maybe we could talk about this. I don't know if you want to talk about this because... Eh. But uh, Amir Bacon. I don't know if that's your real name or if that's how you pronounce it. So I apologize on Facebook. Uh, what's a video idea that you guys have scrapped long ago but would love to come back to in the future? Is that something that we want to talk about? Hmm. Let's talk about things that we scrapped and we'll never go back to. Okay. Because the ones that we might come back to, I, you know, <laughs> we might come back this. to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Scrapped. <laughs> uh, when when I first, when Tony and myself first joined the team, we had a time crisis idea that we completely scrapped. Oh, <laughs> that was yeah. terrible. Oh. That was terrible. Yikes, guys. Did we even shoot some of it? We shot yeah, half of we it. We shot like half of it. And we're like, mm. yeah. Do like, we no. still have that footage? I don't even want to see it. <laughs> I don't know if we do. I don't. I don't have it. I, I definitely don't have that footage. It was uh, not. It's not worth looking at. So is it gone? It's like it's not even. Like we lost it. It's that I sucks. Mean, it might be on one of my old old hard drives in my archives. So I guess I could try and dig it up and see what we have, and <laughs> we can put it in like. Uh, in one of the hawk talks or something <laughs> to, to if you guys are like oh op- dude did we talk about this where we could revisit an old old video that we've scrapped and then just open a hawk talk episode with it and people are like what the fuck is this <laughs> <laughs> that'd be hilarious dude i've i got some special plans for episode 100 of hawk talk oh, oh my nice, god dude. i think we i think me and jeremy have some really good ideas yeah we're about what to other- revamp this entire thing what other ideas have we scrapped i'm trying to think Scrappy do. Um, we've done and scrapped a lot of ideas. I mean, Deadpool versus Deadpool was a comp- like That's we true. shot another video. Mm-hmm. Like we yeah, still have that footage. The original idea was definitely scrapped, mm-hmm. but molded. Yeah. yeah. Can we talk about like what the with the, the, the story of that original? Do you, oh you yeah, want to tell ahead. the story yeah. of the video. So originally it was going to be like a short film almost, and it was going to open up. Uh, on a magazine cover of Ryan Reynolds on whatever magazine, and then we kind of pull back and we see Deadpool and like a like a bed full of stuffed animals. It was the sexiest man. Yeah, that's what it, it was. Which yep. is they used in the actual movie, yeah. which is like, <laughs> which is like, dude, hell yeah, uh, man. This was Noel's idea. Like this is, uh, yeah, this was this entire video was Noel's idea. And uh, and it pulls back and we see and we see Deadpool like sitting on a bed full of stuffed animals or like has a Spider Man stuffed animal. I don't know something ridiculous, and he's like. He's basically like, oh, they're making a new Deadpool. Oh, don't, don't don't forget giant, oh yeah, giant Taylor Swift poster. Yes, like on the massive. I can facilitate. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Maybe. Uh, yeah, he totally can. Um, and uh, he's like, oh, I guess I'm making a new Deadpool movie. I need to wrap up loose ends. And then like he either teleports or he just like turns around and the entire set changes. No, no, he, oh, no, 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 no. He, he pulls it down like a freaking Acme com- cartoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, a like a comic book page. A freaking uh, what is it? Looney Tunes? Yeah, uh, like Looney Tunes cartoons. He like brings down <laughs> yeah. the set, and then now he's in this, this like gritty warehouse. Yeah, and then and then Weapon Eleven appears from the X Men Origins Wolverine, and he's like, I don't know, you're ugly or whatever he says, and then they fight, and then he beats him, and then 
He's like, I don't know. I, don't, I can't remember how it ends. Oh, but no, I remember how it ends. He takes a CD oh, that's that right. says X-Men Origins Wolverine, and he throws it at him, and it cuts off <laughs> It cuts off Weapon 11's head. Yep. And I was Deadpool originally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the reason why I gave Deadpool to Tony was because I was having a very hard time focusing on acting yeah. and, and directing, directing and making sure I got the uh, we were getting the right VFX shots. Mm-hmm. So we were able to sort of like master that a little bit better with Flash versus Quicksilver. Um, but like it was it was like impossible. It's awesome that like I know we're usually headed in the right direction with our ideas because mm-hmm. like a lot of the ideas that we came up with originally were used in the movie in some form. Yeah. yeah. And that's fucking awesome. Uh that's true. We just use a sword to blow up his head this time instead of a CD. <laughs> exactly. I mean... Oh, in the, the actual movie. In, like, the Deadpool movie? Is that what you mean? Or yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. In yeah. the actual Deadpool movie. Mm-hmm. Because... Mm-hmm. But what it what we turned out with um, so far, like, the video that you guys see now, is still similar in some ways, mm-hmm. but it's... Like, if you wanted to see the original uh, video idea, just go watch the Deadpool movie. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I think also the thing is, is that when we were planning that idea, it was just too big for us at the time, mm-hmm. and uh, and we just did not. No, we could I, probably I just, pull it off now, but oh yeah, we could pull it off now, but we just didn't have the resources back then. We were more when we made Deadpool versus Deadpool. We were more poor than we have ever been on on this oh, entire yeah uh, on, on this entire thing. Like True. with Nightwing, we had a budget to pull from. Deadpool, I was like. This video is going to cost $500. Like, And we're I squeezing don't even, a nickel out of a dime when we don't even have a penny. Yeah. yeah. I don't even have two pennies to rub together. <laughs> yeah. And like, I think that's why people are like, oh, the costumes for this video sucks. And it's just like, I agree. We, <laughs> yeah. had, uh, we had no time or no money. Even the, buying that, the mask and the swords were, were like, really mm. tough mm-hmm. barely even had any gear yeah, yeah we didn't really have any gear That's, on why do you set? think we shot ex- day exterior so that it didn't have to bring lights truth mm-hmm. <laughs> truth and uh we shot that entire thing out in like seven hours it's a good thing my character only had pants and boots on <laughs> and no yeah. dialogue true yeah and uh, we didn't have to hear you talk <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's crazy, man. That's but that's time. that's one idea. Mm-hmm. There's also the Smash Club idea, but I don't want to give that away. I still want to do that idea. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. That video is cool, especially like, dude. We can do that video so good now. Oh, like, we have yeah. Cliff. Dude. Like that video is <laughs> super, super possible now that we have Cliff. Let's do that, you guys. Dude, we also really have want to. All the resources we need, and a location now. Yeah. Yeah. A warehouse. Yeah. Just saying, guys. Huh. Just okay. Saying. Oh my gosh! Like we have all the resources to make this video. I mean, we don't have any costumes, which is going to be the that is the biggest. <laughs> that is going to be the biggest thing. But we have we cannot like afford it now. We have Patreon, yeah. which helps us afford costumes. Dude, <laughs> what if we get all of our cosplayer friends to cameo in it, like big cosplayers? Oh, it's a good idea, bro. Bro, this is actually and they were just like talking about yeah, like video and- ideas. <laughs> This this is what it's like, you guys. Yeah, this is how ideas are formed. Like we're just being really vague, so we don't give anything away. But yeah, we definitely could have oh, our cosplayer dope. friends uh, cameo. The only problem is like it's it's always tough getting that many people in one room. We have ten people, ten like internet, I guess uh, uh, 
personalities, stars, famous people from the internet that are going to be in like main characters in and then we have two cameos from two others. Oh wait, I guess that's nine because I shouldn't count myself. Because yeah. uh, everybody else is so much more famous than I am. It's disgusting. <laughs> it's disgusting. But uh, yeah, I totally accidentally gave away the video. Nice catch, Noel. <laughs> Good call. Always got to keep you on track, man. Yeah, man. I get, too, like, I get wait, too excited. Did you just say that? Did you just say what I think you just said? You just give it away? You've been keeping it secret for like six months. How did you just give it away so casually? So casually. <laughs> Uh, but dude, imagine if we do this project that we're talking about, we can get Cliff to animate a character. What if we have like an animated character fight a real life character? Oh, shiznit. That would be tough. It would have to be, it would have to be relatively trim. Mm -hmm. I know because... how to do it because I've been planning on that for a while. Yeah, you All think right. you can? We can get some. Oh yeah, definitely. This video sounds like it's gonna be really time consuming. It's so gonna be dope. It's gonna be. <laughs> okay. It's already October. Yeah. Wake it's me up gonna be ends. October. Anyway, <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I love I you too. I think that's it. <laughs> yeah. What? Which, by the way, Backstreet Boys has a residency in Bro. Vegas now, <laughs> and uh, we know some people. I think. Do I we hope. know people? I know people. Then I'm like best friends with Nick Carter, so it's like it's fine. Nick Crater. Nick Crater. Nicholas Crater. <laughs> What? What just happened? We should get Backstreet Boys to cameo in a video. Oh, in yeah. Our, in our one million subscriber video, we sing uh, Larger, Larger Than, than Life, Life with Backstreet with Boys. With the Backstreet Boys. Yep. And it's literally us doing like the choreography. <laughs> and then the Backstreet Boys are behind us doing it really well. And then we're just like Looks sloppily. Like <laughs> Let's do it. Totally down. Like we're not even in sync. <laughs> anyway. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. We hope that you guys enjoyed the show. Uh, this is a fun show. Yeah, I had, I had a good time with this one. Um, thanks for tuning in, guys. If you like the show, be sure to support us on Patreon. You guys know the deal by now. I'm pretty sure I've mentioned it a lot. Pretty sure you I mentioned have. it a lot because it's incredibly important now more than ever because we are trying to... Uh, again, you, I think you guys are going to be able to see with the next video that uh, our trailer drops October 5th that we are really trying to push the the envelope and 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 really raise the bar for our standard of content and in order to do that uh you know there's there has to be a little bit of give and take and financially we're gonna have to put a lot down so if you guys support us on patreon it all goes back into the videos it goes back into you're not just investing in the videos alone you're investing in the show you're investing in our videos you're investing in us and uh and we have a lot of content huh future content future content like we've got a lot of really exciting stuff that we've been planning for the second channel for a long time now mm -hmm. like we have so we're gonna have the 30 minute uh the 30 minute show where it's basically just gonna be fan questions hosted by tony and noel so it's basically going to be the new ismahawk reacts except it's going to be uh sort of a hawk talk type format mm -hmm. uh there right. are going to be uh, weekly rotating guests so uh, some episodes you could see me and Jeremy some episodes you could just see me some episodes you just see Jeremy some episodes you see Hassani some episodes you see our prop master Hal you'll see different people coming from everywhere every which way um, we have some segments where you get to know us more on a personal level yeah um, <clears throat> that, that, actually no that's going to be a Patreon exclusive that's not going to be on YouTube that's R only for Patreon never mind what actors. I said I'm an idiot uh, and <laughs> yes. uh, there's also going to be um, a vlog show weekly yes. weekly vlogs uh, that sort of give you a look into the life of Ismahawk and mm -hmm. what we do and 
and how we do it and um and this is how we do it. this is how we do that um yeah more filmmaker centric yeah filmmaker centric. it really is going to be more filmmaker centric because that's our life you're going to see more of yeah. a uh, of a technical hands-on approach with uh jeremy's side you're going to see uh i think more of a executive level side with me and how i get uh prepare our videos how i uh communicate with uh, our manager and our actors and our team um you're gonna see jeremy like sort of get the the, the actual crew together mm-hmm. um and then you know you're gonna be able to see like a, a lot of different perspectives so i think it's going to be it's gonna be a fun look and uh yeah and we got a lot of really neat stuff coming uh we the the i, I guess we're not ready to reveal the 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 Hal's show oh yet no coming soon coming soon we have another show that's going to be more of a produced show uh it's not like a uh it's not narrative so it's not like a web series or anything like a narrative web series it's more of like uh uh i don't want to say reality because i think the context that comes along with that is not good yeah (laughs) the stigma but it's like it is it is very much like a i don't know how would you describe it it would belong on the discovery channel or history channel maybe or history channel yeah either one of those right. it's a very how-to series okay. if that if that helps it's yeah. very how-to very how-to tutorial-esque tutorial-esque <laughs> okay that's yeah that's, there that's, there it is it's the best we can give you anyway that's all coming uh soon hopefully and as soon as we get the financially are able to make all that stuff then we are literally trying to pump them out one after another so uh we will keep you guys posted and uh yeah uh so follow us on on facebook make sure to like us on facebook we don't have enough facebook love guys and we need more of that facebook love yeah we do like give us the loving on facebook okay oh baby oh yeah oh oh bow 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 oh yeah anyway what? Follow us on Twitter. My name is at Danny Lachep. No, my name is Danny. My Twitter handle is at Danny Lachep. Yes. Jeremy's at Jeremy Lee with three Ys. And Noel is at Noel Lachep. Tony is at Walk on Tony. Uh, and then you can follow us on Instagram as well. Walk on Tony at Danny Lachep. At Jeremy Lee with three Ys. And uh, at No Now You. Yes. No Woo. <laughs> Now, now, no, now, woo. Now, woo. Now, woo. Now, woo. I hate you, you so much. <laughs> Okay, we love you. Bye. Bye.